You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big Woo. Yo, what's up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Off Topic Sports. Big Woo. Got JB in the building. Adonis is here. JT will be here. Probably past the fight. He might be in the building as well. But you also got me, your boy Big Woo. We got a great show lined up for you today. We got so many things to talk about in the world of sports. Shout out to the Primetime Players basketball team who won their home opener yesterday. As Donnie and myself brought you the live play-by-play from Bank Street Gym in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Another victory. 64 straight victories for the Primetime Players on their home turf. That's incredible. Uh, So they got another game coming up, I think it's March Six, sometime in March on the sixth or the, no, the seventh, the seventh, March, March seventh. So uh, tune in for that as we bring you play by play for that. Uh, again, thanks everybody listening live on BigWooRadio.com. Everybody is download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store. We appreciate that, and all of our people that search us out on the iPhone podcast app. Also appreciate all the people that um, support us on all our social media. At Big Woo Radio, everything. So later on, we'll shout out the sponsors and supporters. But uh, right now, I don't have that in front of me. So yeah. I know Wood Force. Shout out to Wood Force. Okay. Say what, Donnie? I said you lost your little scrap of paper. <laughs> I did. I just, I, I, I just at the last minute unpacked everything and put it together because I had forgot I didn't do that uh, when we got when I got home yesterday. And of course, I worked all day today. And I uh, got home and I took dropped the kids off at the pool and uh, came in here and was like, oh, snap, everything is still in bags. So um, <laughs> and then and then on top of that, the computer locked up on me as I was typing in, getting ready to, to start the show. Everything locked up. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. See, this is why you never do things at the last minute. So, all right. So, like I said, we got my man JB, Mister Two Ninety Nine, in the building. Donna's Donnie Martin is in the building, and he's going to get off of that headset that he's on that keeps uh, fading him in and out every time I talk over top of him. Um, and uh, uh, JB will be here. Oh, JB is here. What's going on, JB? What's happening, player? Yo, what's up? What's I'm happening, Andrew? Uh, what's happening with you? Man, I can't call it, man. Just just fighting this flu. That's oh, all. wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's going around. Good luck with that, brother. <laughs> well, yeah. it ain't nothing that, it ain't nothing right now that me and Mary, me and Mary J. can't, can't conquer oh, together. She's a, she's a cure-all, so, you know, that's the best thing you can have right now. Donnie, now you don't speak your Donnie? <laughs> Donnie. Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> that sounds way better. All right. So we got some things going on. JT is going to get in the um, program because he's got a couple of things that he wanted to talk about. Uh, something going on with D Wade and his child and uh, some other. Yeah, I think it's something with D Wade and um, how they're using D Wade's son as a, as a propaganda to lower the age of consensual sex. What does that got to do with Dwayne Wade? So JB will be, JT will be here later on to 
talk about that as well. Um, just real quick, I want to get into some uh, XFL. If any, have anybody? I, I mean, because I, I want to get into it because I want to hear about it for one thing, and number two, I haven't been watching. I, you know, they, it was a game Saturday. There was a game today. I just, I don't know. I don't know if I just, I'm just out of the football mode after the Super Bowl. It's like, eh, ain't nothing going on. As much and as much as I want to watch the XFL, I'm, I've been getting people coming up to me and and asking, uh, have I been watching? And they're talking about it's good football. Uh, JB, Donnie, either one of y'all watching the XFL at all? I mean, into their what the third week now? Either one of y'all can go with that. Go ahead, Don. Oh, no, I have not been, man. I'll be the first to admit. I've actually been forgetting about it. Yeah. Um, from, like you said, from what I've been hearing, I guess it's some pretty good football been played. Um, you know, people have already started gravitating and picking up a team. You know, I guess after a couple of weeks of figuring out who you like and we're, you know, realizing who your old college favorite players from college are and former NFL guys where they ended up landing and people are starting to, you know, pick up fan bases or the team should, but I personally haven't seen not one snap of it. I told y'all after week one, I didn't even know it was a thing until we got, (laughs) until, you know, until week one. But um, if I get a chance and I do remember, I would definitely like to check some of it out just to see what the style of play and the quality of play is like. Yeah, I know there was a game on at 3 o'clock today, um, and I did see on the bottom line, the bottom line, the score, you know how ESPN shows the scores on the bottom line, and I did see that Dallas was uh, beating another team 24-12. to Now, of course, we know that's not the Cowboys, but, you know, when, when you see Dallas, and you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you're kind of like, okay, let me check out this score. Uh, but outside of that, man, I haven't really been – yeah, I haven't I haven't really been like meaning and maybe that'll change. Maybe they'll do some more promotion or something and and uh and people uh I'll be able to check it out more, but I'm like you, Donnie, I'll be forgetting. I'll be forgetting all about the games being on because I'm out of I'm out of kind of out of football mode right now. But uh uh JB, have you had a chance to uh, uh check out any XFL? Um, I tried to watch a game, man, and, and the scoring. There was some good football being playing, but the scoring was good, what got me on how they go about <laughs> keeping score. So, really, uh, once they flashed that across the screen a couple of times, I really wasn't in the mood of trying to figure it out. I mean, watch the game since. So. <laughs> so, okay, apparently there's some different kind of scoring going on in the XFL. Let me bring my my man, little Bucky, in. Bucky, have you have you checked out any XFL? So they can um, apparently they can spear now. They can spear people in the chest, and helmet to helmet is, is legal. Uh, they gonna have a they gonna have an issue with that if they keep that up in the XFL. Somebody gonna somebody gonna have an issue. Give them give them about five years. Um, but um, all right. So I guess we'll check out what uh, a, a big less make it in and, and JT. You know, when they get in here, I ask them about that. I know we got uh, Coach Chris Thomas coming up here a little bit later on to talk a little bit about the uh, primetime players and. Uh, and and what went on with them um uh yesterday uh because they got they they were like in a funk 
that whole first half pretty much. Uh, everybody except uh, 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 I was going to say his name wrong, uh, Donnie Lawler. 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 Uh, Lawler uh, had a very, very good game, uh, especially in the first quarter, uh, dropping like 20-some points in the first quarter. He went ballistic on him. Uh, but JT Thompson is in the building. What's going on, JT? Hey, what's up, fellas? Going on with you. Going on. Hey man, we was we were just trying to figure out if anybody was watching the XFL because I mean they're three weeks in, ain't nobody uh I, I keep forgetting that they're even coming on. I know it's like every week just like football, uh but they play on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh especially since they ain't no college. I guess that's wide open for them to, to to play Saturdays and Sundays, which is really cool though. Uh but have you been able to catch any much of the XFL? Yeah, man, I've been watching um, XFL. Um, it's definitely uh, having that option of being able to watch football on Saturday and Sunday is pretty is pretty interesting. And um, you, you got some interesting guys in the league as well, um, and some and some pretty um, pretty well to uh, put together teams. Um, I, it's, it's, uh, you're not missing you 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 miss it. you definitely is, is worth checking out if you get opportunity to check it out. You know, okay. on Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon. Because they definitely are putting a decent product on the field, and it's not—it's not like what you went in vision. Like, okay, there's a bunch of rejects, and you know, right. what I'm saying division three guys. Like okay. these guys, you know, what I'm saying are really, um, you know, really putting on um, for they, you know, for their teams, man. And you know, like I say, you got your Cardell Joneses and guys that didn't quite make, you know, the NFL that are, are taking advantage of the opportunity. You know, what I'm saying with the XFL. Um, and couldn't unfortunately, there are two guys that did not uh, felt that the, the XFL was beneath them. One was Colin Kaepernick, and the other one was um, my guy, Money Guy. Um, I forgot his name. Uh, he's not in the league anymore, but he was the other guy that you know they had opportunities to be um, with the Johnny Manziel. Those two guys yeah, okay. had opportunities to play in the XFL, and both guys, well, with Kaepernick. He wanted too much money, and with Manziel, he 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 felt like it was beneath him. So, um, I think they missed out on the golden opportunity because I think they both could have benefited from, you know, coming on to the into the league. How could Johnny Manziel think anything is beneath him? I mean, <laughs> come on, bro, he don't get a chance nowhere else. Um, so there is a game on right now, DC and LA. Are playing and that's that's in the first quarter, so I might get a chance to actually check some of that out. And I think that's what they need to do: have like some some Monday night prime time. I'm not Monday night, but a a prime time, you know, a Sunday night game that might get people some more, you know, eyes to get a chance to watch. That forget, be like, oh, I forgot. Oh, there is a game on. Let me let me check it out, you know. And maybe they should um, maybe start promoting maybe even a Monday night game like the NFL done, you know, a Monday night or Thursday night or something like that. But, um, yeah, I forgot all about there, there being the XFL being, even being on, but anyway, I just, that was my own, that was something that I wanted to find out about. And, uh, uh, so thank you for that JT and Donnie and JB and, uh, and little Bucky appreciate that. Um, but, uh, I want to move on to before we before coach get in here. I want to move on to uh, some NBA real quick, and uh, it's a good game going on right now in the NBA. 
uh, between the Lakers and the Celtics. Uh, that game is in the fourth quarter. And it's about over, and the Lakers have a three-point lead. That's that's coming down to the wire or came down to the wire. It's 12 seconds left. Um, Celtics down by three. Um, but speaking of the NBA, man, I wanted to get our um, way too early predictions that we made back in December. December 22nd, uh, 2019. We made a prediction. We made some early predictions on uh, the MVP and who was going to be in the NBA finals. And just to refresh everybody's memory, I want to give everybody a chance right now since we're a little past the, the midway point. See if anybody want to make some, some changes or like, for instance, uh, <laughs> Uh, JB, you didn't get to make a prediction, and uh, Blow Bucky, you didn't get to make a prediction. So uh, we're going with Donnie. Donnie, you said <laughs> you for the MVP, you went with like five people. <laughs> you couldn't, you just couldn't <laughs> narrow it down to one person. So I'm gonna give you a chance to try to narrow it down between because you had Luka Doncic, uh, of course, uh, LBJ. Yep, and uh, and. Uh, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, you said uh-huh. Ka- Kawhi, and you said Harden. So, <laughs> can you please? All of them are actually still in the race, though. But I'm gonna nail that down. I'm gonna go ahead, and I think I'm gonna go with um with Giannis. I, I got Giannis gonna be the MVP of this year. Uh, Milwaukee's gonna finish with the best record in the East. He's gonna be a main reason why, averaging almost a triple double, thirteen and a half rebounds, thirty points a game. Um, yeah, he's going to win the MVP. He should. All right, so you're going to narrow it down to Giannis. Now, Big Les, he had two as well, which came to Giannis and LBJ. And, of course, I did too. I came down. I brought. I, I, took, I, I thought Giannis or LBJ. So we, we both, n- none of us narrowed it down to just one person. But I think I'm going to go um, – <clears throat> I'm still, still too too close to call for me between Giannis and LeBron, um, but you know LeBron is my guy. I love Giannis too, but LeBron is my guy. I'm going with LBJ. Um, uh, JT, you never did had a chance. You never did get a chance to uh, decide who who you were going to go with uh, between for the for the uh, MVP. Who you got? The MVP right yeah. now. Um, now, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a trick question because, you know, we can give it to LeBron every year. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing what he's doing in year 17. And if he were to lead the Lakers to the championship, I mean, it's, it's just kind of hard to look over that, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. Um, it's too easy for me to pick Giannis because they're going to come out of the East and there's nothing else there in the East. And unfortunately I can't go with my, with my gut pick, which would have been Kyrie Irving, but he can't stay healthy. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna dig. I'm gonna dig down in, into my into my bag of odd odd picks, and I'm gonna say Luca Doncic. Luke, okay, Luca. Mm-hmm. All right, JB. Who you who you who you picking to win the MVP this year? You know what, man? It's it's sad to say. I ain't gonna say it's sad to say, but it's just. It's, Interesting how JT, you just you just seem to, to to take the air out 
out of my sales, man. We've been friends. We've been brothers way too long. Because I'm sitting here and I'm listening to him talk, and then he hit me with the curve. Luca Dodge, come on, man. And, and listen, and listen, I can't fault JT because we kind of think along the same lines. And when you look at how it's been going and the praise that he's been getting in the media, Mm-hmm. The newscasters, the, 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 the sports announcers, they kind of giving it away. You know, yeah, you know, the Greek freak doing his thing, but you remember that movie, Woo, The Great White Hype? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Gotta hold you. Great White Hype. <laughs> well, yeah, I got, I got to give Luka Doncic a little bit better credit than The Great White Hype in that movie. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't that good. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, Woo. You know, mm-hmm. you know what though, you know the person that's a dark horse, a dark horse that should be in the running for MVP, and that's Trey Young. I mean, Trae he's Young, doing all really? kind of numbers wow. down there for the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, 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 no doubt, no doubt. Trey Young is balling out. All right, so JB, I'm gonna give you Luca too. You going with Luca? Yeah, going with Luca. Bucky, who you got in the MVP race? Bucky, we might have lost Bucky. Yeah, Bucky ain't here no more. All right, so, all right, now, now what we didn't do before, we done the NBA Finals, and I think uh, Donnie had Bucks versus Lakers, Les had Bucks versus Lakers, and and I got Sixers versus Lakers. Yeah. Uh, um, that was my heart talking, y'all. That was my heart talking. Um, but I want to do rookie. Rookie of the year between us. Um, Donnie, who you got rookie of the year? Uh, I'm going with John Morant just because he's going to end up with more games than Zion. Um, I think Zion is the way he's come on lately is, you know, is definitely anything, nothing short of impressive. But um, John Morant been doing it all year long and he's actually a baller. So I'm going to give him the rookie of the year award this year. Yeah, and I think I'm going to go with you on that, uh, John Morant, just because he's going to have more games under his belt. But is that something that they can you – you don't get disqualified. I mean, you don't – you can't be rookie it of the year, right? Amount of games. Yeah, you got to – I don't know what the league – you know, they play 82 games a year. I don't know what the quota is, but it, let's just say it's 65 or it might be 55. But, yeah, if you don't play X amount of games, you don't qualify for the league leaders. Or oh, okay. rookie of the year, and okay, that nature. So, well, then in that case, if um, if Zion is not going to have enough games to qualify, then and I'm not I'm sure. Going with... I don't know what it is. I'm not sure, but I do know they do have a standard for that. All right, so we'll job Morant. Um, Big Les, what's going on, man? What's happening, fellas? What's going on? You got oh, it. Man. You got it. We were just uh, um, going back over our uh, way too early predictions from December 22nd in the NBA. Uh, and you had picked uh, uh, Giannis or LBJ for the MVP. So uh, do you want to lock one down now or are you still you still kind of tossed up? Um, I'm going to go. Whoa, I'm going to go with Giannis, man. Okay. Giannis, go with Giannis. Giannis all the way. And right now we're picking our rookies of the year. What we what, what we got what you got on rookie of the year? Oh, no question. Uh 
Morant, Morant, um, out of Memphis State. Okay. I mean Memphis State. <laughs> Memphis Grizzly. Memphis Grizzly. And uh, I'm going to save JT for last because I know he's going to pull one out the air somewhere. Uh, JB, JB, who you got for rookie of the year? I'm going with Morant. I, I, I called it before he went to the NBA that he was going to be rookie of the year. That boy, so, got, that boy, got he had disappointed me. Mm-mm, yeah, he and, and 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 you know they could potentially be in the playoffs, you know, contention, get a spot. But hey, it's an uphill battle. But he's been doing it all year. But who's to say? You know, the powers that be, they can do what they want to do. You know, absolutely, absolutely. And JT, who you got, rookie of the year? Tell you what, man, I had the opportunity to go to school with Ronnie Morant, and um, I seen exactly what he poured into his son. So I got to make this unanimous, which I think this this rookie of the year vote will be unanimous. Uh, Jay Morant all day, man. That kid is the truth. All day. And that's not to say for people that's listening in the Spartanburg area, we know that's your boy, uh, Zion Williamson, but I don't think he got enough games under his belt. Uh, his, his health is going. I think it's going to be a factor throughout his career. It just seems like it, that might be. I hope not, because I mean, if you look at LeBron when he came in, when when did LeBron get hurt? I mean, if LeBron don't miss. He he's probably one of the most dependable athletes in the world. I mean, there's nobody. I can't think of anybody right off the top of my head is more dependable than. LeBron James and, and knowing that he's going to be there night in and night out to play playing for your team is just it's just amazing to me. Um, all right, so Reggie, did, Reggie Miller was pretty durable. Reggie Miller, yeah, but I mean, you know, kind of right, like right now though, uh, a lot of those guys back in the day, you know, you can always depend on your guy to be you know play through pain, play hurt or whatever. Back in the day, those guys was going to be be there, but. Um, Nowadays, it's not so so much expected, you know. And then now they got this load management thing going on. And not to, not to say LeBron don't take advantage of the load management, but man, that's the only reason he's gonna miss because he you know resting. And that I don't think they he done that until later on in his career. He's seventeen years in, and we and we forget sometimes. You know, we say seventeen years with LeBron, but you know he came he started when he's eighteen, so eighteen nineteen or whatever. Um, so you know. Yeah, 20 years, 17 years, 20 years with Kobe. You know, those guys started early. Um, but, all right, before we get into something else, um, last two last two people need to pick NBA Finals, uh, JB. No, just JB. JB and JT. Who y'all got uh, playing in the NBA Finals? JT? Well. Oh, JB? That's I, got, um, I, I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks and the Clippers. Bucks Clippers, okay. JT, man, as bad as I want to pick the Hornets coming out of the East, man, I'm gonna have to go with um, <laughs> oh man, um, wow, this is a tough decision, man. Cleveland um, Cavaliers, JT. I mean, Gilbert Gilbert didn't pay enough for it this year, man. I ain't paying you know what, man? Honestly, I'm. I, it's, it's really written on the wall. Bucks and Lakers, uh, unless some unless you know, some kind of injury occurs, Bucks and Lakers. Bucks Lakers. All right. So, uh, I got the Sixers. I think I'm the only one really went out out the box this time with the Sixers and the Lakers, which could happen. I mean, if everybody stay healthy, you know, never know what happens. 
with that much. But everybody got Bucks Lakers except me and JB. I got Sixers Lakers. JB got Bucks Clippers. All right, that's what's up. All right, seven zero four four eight nine three three one six. If you want to get in and you want to make your way too early predictions on the MVP or NBA Finals or Rookie of the Year, uh, give us a call seven zero four four eight nine three three one six. All right, JT, I'm gonna bring you on in here before we go to the break because I think you had some uh, some things that you want to discuss. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and do that. Then we'll then we'll take a break to get everybody's. Uh, everybody's thoughts on what it is the topic that you got going today um yeah what you got jt yeah well since we on the nba i wanted to bring this question to the table um i, I just need clarification from y'all is three steps a travel or is it a euro step is is james <laughs> Harden actually euro stepping or is it a walk mm, mm, well let's start with you donnie uh, you are what the referee says you are. If you're traveling uh, and he blows that whistle, then it's a call. But, nah, I'll be honest with you, I don't like that whole – you know, I think I like the invention of the Euro step. I think it was a good move, the addition to adding basketball as, as, as the game evolves, and, you know, I liked how that picked up. But, yeah, a lot of them dudes be traveling more so than off. You know, it's one thing to take a step – but pick up the ball, take two without dribbling, man. That that's that's a travel in my book. I know it's three steps travel, but two completely with no dribbles from from the from the standing position. And I've seen guys switch their pivot foot nowadays <laughs> often too. So I see so many travels that don't get called. But yeah, that little Euro step thing in bother. A couple of people can do it right and and actually not travel, just take the allotted amount of steps. But ninety um, percent of those are travels that just don't get called. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Big Les, what you think? Yeah, I think. Um, well, I, I think when the Eurostep first came, um, it it was okay because all it was was the sidestep. I mean, that's what they was calling it. You know, when you take one step, then sidestep the guy and lay it up. But now, I think a lot of things that James Harding's doing and some of these other guys, and they're allowed to get away with, is it, definitely traveling. Um, this is probably one reason why I'm not really a big fan of the NBA like I used to be. I can't, it's hard for me to sit down and watch a whole game um, just because it's just not basketball. Well, it's not basketball the way I grew up with basketball. So mm. it's just a little bit harder for me to, to watch it and enjoy it because of the three ball and all they want to shoot is the three. And, you yeah. know, it's nobody plays defense, you know, so – it's just a whole other different game, and I guess this this game for the generation is not for me as much. And I think it's like that on all levels of basketball too. I mean, from high school, college, semi-pro to to pro, it just seems like it's just uh, the same kind of game. JB, what do you think about the Euro step? Is it traveling or not? Yeah, it's a travel. It's travel. Yeah. <laughs> my well, my my question also to to all of you does it is it well I, I guess Big Les kind of let us know but um, is it is it a big deal? I mean, yeah, they travel, they take three steps, but in the NBA they've been doing that for decades. I mean, they, people walk and take five and six steps, you know, and it don't really bother me as long as 
There's no deep. If, you know, like like they showed a thing one time where LeBron took like seven steps or whatever uh, without dribbling, but he was kind of standing in place. And that don't really bother me if ain't nobody playing defense on you. If you ain't, you know, using it to get around a defender or, or to, you know, gain an advantage, then I don't, you know, I don't care if you're standing there and, you know, looking for somebody to pass the ball to. And if ain't nobody playing defense on you, you just shuffling your feet. I don't care nothing about that. So how do you feel about it, JB? When they, when they traveling, like for instance, like um, back in the day when Patrick Ewan got, I guess he had got a steal or something, and he kind of ran from the half court line and ended up dunking, you know, by and only taking, you know, he took like five, four or five steps, I think it was. They counted like four or five steps, and he he had dunked the ball, so that, that kind of gained him advantage and let him hurry up and get to the basket without no, anybody getting to him. So how do you feel about? Um, guys traveling when when it's in you know like a pressure situation. Traveling is traveling. It shouldn't be allowed. Bottom line, I mean we get, we, we we there are rules in place, and they say well we'll accept this during this time and accept then won't accept this at this time. Yeah. Game should be called the way the rules are laid out. You got to play it out that way. There so, you, go. you know, it, it, at the same time, remember. The NBA can find themselves back in another scandal like they did about 18 years ago when you had a referee that proved that he was fixing games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that could be a potential issue in the future, especially in the playoffs, when things are getting called and certain things aren't getting called. Yeah. Donnie, you think they should just go ahead and play it, you know, call it the way the, 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 way the rules was written to call? I mean, they should. We know they're not. We know the, the same thing sometimes. It is what it is. The foul call you get in the first quarter, you may not get in the fourth quarter. You may not get the call because of Shaq or you know, blah, blah, blah. You know how it is. The NBA or basketball period has unwritten rules within the rules. So as much as I would like them to call it consistently, they're not going to. If it affects the game, like you said, they I, I most certainly want them to make that call. But if it's a – you know, like you said earlier, with LeBron, you know, taking a couple of steps on the inbound pass for 85 feet away from the basket and nobody's affected, then, no, don't even worry about that. So, um, and that's just, and I, I'm not mad at them for not doing so, because that's just the way the game has been played for, right. for years. But right. those flat-out blatant travels where a dude is just out here, you know, trying to make a move, get by the defender, and he walking, call that. Blow that whistle. Stop swallowing when in those situations. I don't care if it is fourth quarter or crunch time. Call that travel. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, J JT, what do you what do you think about it? Well, it definitely helps. It definitely helps people that can't dribble. Um, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> if you can actually dribble, then you know what I'm saying. You then then you don't want to insult the game. So it's unfortunate that it can't be called consistent. Because my thing is, if it was more consistently called, then people would work. You know, do better because they'd get tired of turning the ball over. Yeah. But like Donnie said, it's unfortunate that we can't get a more consistent call on that because I think that would help regulate it. But it's just it's just unfortunate, man, because it, to me, it takes away the purity of basketball, you know, and you start yeah. messing with the integrity of the game because who who knew, you know what I'm saying, that when we'd be looking at three and four step moves and be trying to legit, legit, you know, say, oh, that's a great move. No, it's not. It's a walk. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But if you know what it's like, and you learn the game of basketball and how to play it the right way, then you understand what it is, and it's and it's very agitating to sit and watch, you know, what it is right now. 
Yeah, and and you know, I think a lot of times in the NBA, the, the referees in the NBA, because the the steps are so, the jab steps are so, the jab steps are so quick sometimes. Because you know when you when you used to play basketball in high school and you take that quick step, you're trying to get around somebody and they call you for traveling, you'd be like, "What? Well, I only took one step," you know. And it's like, so I I don't know if they're trying to, you know, get away from that and let those guys. Um, have that quick first step and try to get around somebody. But I think if you see somebody walk, then you, you got to call that. It's, I don't care how mad they get about it. If you see it and and they trying to do a move to get around somebody because they ain't either they either not quick enough or they ain't got handles like JT said. But uh, you can't let them you can't let them get away with uh, not having enough skill. But uh, let's take a quick break, man. Let's come back. I know JT's got something else on his mind. I know he's got a top five that he wanted to discuss with us. And uh, uh, I think he beat Donnie to Donnie's top ten. Donnie got to catch up now. Um, But we'll be right back. (laughs) Got to get back on the grind, man, with Donnie's top ten. But we got JT's top five when we come back. Also, we got JT's over and under before we end the show. So don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Ooh, baby, we about to get freaky. What you got here? It's the Love Lasso, the ultimate adult sex toy. Oh, I like that. For couples, surely, to help you and your partner reach your ideal climax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, fellas. Giving you that extra grip and bringing her closer to you as you're spreading them lips. Ooh, now that's what I'm talking about, baby. Mm-hmm. Soft to the touch, lightweight and flexible. The love lasso is also washable. Comes in red, black, pink, and white. Mm-hmm. Let's get the bedroom jumping right. Give me the love lasso, baby. I'm ready. Boy, you so crazy. Go to thelassocompany.com and order yours. Tell them Nayana Renee sent you. Ooh, baby, this is going to be so much fun. Ooh, put your leg through here. Let's put this around your neck. Oh, yeah, right there. Oh, yeah. Go to thelovelassocompany.com to order your love lasso today. Hey, hey, this is James J.T. Thompson from Big Woo Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? www. Dot E-T-S-Y dot com slash shop slash hats off to you couture officially endorsed by Big Blue Radio. Big Blue Radio. What up, people? This is Mr. Dark Eyes, CEO and manager at New Soul Music Record Label with a special public service announcement for all up-and-coming artists in the Rock Hill, Charlotte area and around the world. New Soul Music now offers artist management, production, marketing, and promotion for all up-and-coming artists. If you are in need of a management team, look no further than New Soul Music Record Label to help position you for success in your music careers. You can hit us up today for your free consultation at 803 Seven zero five six one eight, or email us at newsoulmusic14 at gmail.com once again that number is 803-470-5618 or email us at newsoulmusic14 at gmail.com let's build your future in music listen to Big Woo Radio Y'all hear what I 
I want y'all to listen to Big This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina, and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina, and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the program. 704-489-3316. That's the number to get in. If you want to talk about any of these topics or if you got something on your mind that you'd like to ask us, that's all right. We can do that. If you missed the top of the show, man, you don't have no fear. You can always go back and listen to uh, our show on TuneIn Radio, iHeart, TuneIn, Spotify, and uh, all the places that you listen to podcasts. For off-topic sports Just search us out, man It's no problem You can find us We're everywhere Google us We're Google the bull uh, So we got my man Donna's Donnie Martin In the building We got James J.T. Thompson We got Big Les We got J.B. Mr. 299 Well, he was here And Lil Bucky was here But I think they went on And probably went and watched him Some XFL or something Catch up on the XFL uh, But uh, we got the fellas in here uh, and uh, we got James J.T. Thompson J.T. you got a top five for us J.T. what you got Yeah I do And it's, this top five is brought to you by The Floating World 2020 Tour Coming in June This June to be exact Where we will have some of the hottest hip hop gospel artists Going today No label backing All independently done You'll see artists like J-Lock Resi Rock, Mr. Dark Guy And Zane Neal just to name a few Look forward to Traveling to five states in over 22 cities. This is the Floating World 2020 Tour coming this June. Mm. Top five list. Um, I I took some of this from uh, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, top five heavyweights in sports. Um, and I'm going to give them to you in order. And uh, look forward to this feedback. Top five heavyweights in sports, meaning they have influence or they've impacted some phase of the game in some way, shape, or form. Um, overall, so we'll start with number five, and and I I give feedback when we get into that in the into that part of it. But number five, Stephen Curry. Number four, Conor McGregor. Number three, Patrick Mahomes. Number two, Jerry Jones. And the number one top five heavyweight in sports today, LeBron James. All right, you went a little too fast for me. So you said number five, Steph Curry. Number four, Conor McGregor. Number three, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones was number three? Patrick, Patrick Mahomes was number three. Oh, okay. Patrick Mahomes and then Jerry Jones. Jerry. Huh. And LeBron's number one. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. You got it. LBJ. All right, so. All right, well. Hmm. 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 I mean, I know, man. You pick it apart, man. That's why I put it out there. Well, top top five is you know it's it's tough to narrow narrow to five people that are the biggest heavyweights. And in in this regard, I mean, you're talking about the the, the biggest impact in, in sports or in America or whatever, uh, or the world or what have you. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick it apart. You know, I um, cause there's so many there's so many people that that could be in the top five. You know, top five, top ten, whatever. But um, I, I'm just curious as to, you know, I would like. I would like some elaboration on why certain people were picked. I mean, LeBron James is obviously, you know, that's, that's obvious. Um, I question, I question Conor McGregor and I question Steph Curry, not that they don't deserve to be there. And I kind of a little bit question Patrick Mahomes, but I get it with Patrick Mahomes, you know, third black quarterback, youngest to win a Super Bowl. Um, you know, to, you know, and what he's done in such a short period of time in the NFL was just, I mean, to think about what he could possibly do going forward is just, he could, I mean, at this, at this pace, he would definitely surpass, um, what, what like, um, um, uh, young, not young, but, um, uh, the quarterback that played Joe Montana, Joe Montana, he he could definitely surpass what Joe Montana done. Um, you know, he could he could he could probably do what what Tom Brady has done as far as uh, Super Bowls and and numbers and stuff like that. He could he could he could pass Tom Brady. I mean, he's what his third year, fourth year in the NFL. It's like. Yeah. Man, you, you know, you put in another 16 years going at this rate and it, but it's it's all kind of st- stuff that has to come together in order for that to happen. You know, yeah, cuz I mean if you go, if you even go back to Ben Roethlisberger when he first came into he won he won like two Super Bowls pretty quickly. You know, I know he won his first one quick. He went to two really quickly. I think he lost one, but he went to two fairly quickly in his career and then it all you know, fell apart. Not it didn't fall apart. It's just it's hard to get there. But um, and Dan Marino, he went once, lost, and never went back. Um, but Patrick Mahomes, I don't see that happening to him as long as you know he can keep the same uh, coach. I, I think that's going to be key. Um, but let me let me go ahead and pass it around. To, uh, let's let's start with you, Big Les. Big Les, what, what do you think about this list and and um. In the top five, that that the heavyweights that JT put together. Um, it's 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 a hard list to see to pick apart, or to to me to really comment on. Um, I I don't see Steph Curry as like the big impact over at this present moment LeBron James, but that's just me. Um, I think. Serena Williams uh, has to be, even though she's fallen off a little bit, she still impacts the sports because she wins another another um, event. You know, she breaks the record or ties the record. Yeah. Um, I think Tiger Woods has has Tiger Woods could win two or three tournaments this upcoming year, and it, everything would change. Because he has that kind of impact on golf. When he, when no one that I know, including myself, I wasn't watching golf until I heard in the Masters he was leading. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I started saying, "Oh shoot, let me go watch Tiger." You know, so I, I don't know. Like that, that's just a hard to pick. McGregor, no. Like I, I don't know. 
he 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 doesn't. I, I don't see no. I don't see the impact in him. So I that's just my pick my pick on it. But yeah. to say who's my top five or greatest of all, I I don't know. But I think if nothing else, Serena needs to be added to that list. Okay, um, Donnie, what, what are your thoughts on the list? I feel like y'all both took the things words right out of my mouth because I was going to ask um, JT to elaborate a little bit more on what is the criteria, right. but because uh, I wanted to know what the qualifications is. But um, also, but Les just brought it up that like, I is Serena not on this list? Why is Tiger Woods? So is it all time athletes? You know, because that's the case. We talking to Muhammad Ali. Or is it just influence right now in the current moment in the current climb out? It's not like the top, the yeah, the top five yeah. heavyweights in sports, and I think that's kind of like in sports now. Am I right, JT? Yeah, and to elaborate with what you're talking about, I can't put Tiger nor Serena on there because with Serena, I've been waiting two years for her to to, to get over the hump. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And she's won one tournament in in two years. You know, I'm waiting. Tiger, the same thing. I'm waiting. You, you, you got everything to be able to make an extraordinary impact if you can just put a string of tournaments together, especially in the majors. Um, so when I, when I seen this list and I and I started, you know, formulating it, then you know it started to make sense again to me. And it's only an opinion. Steph Curry changed the game of basketball, and his impact is being felt even more so because he's not on the court. But when he's on the court, he changes the dynamic of the game, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? He got kids playing differently in middle school and in in, in in high school, and they're still playing differently, even in college. So that 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 takes an extraordinary impact. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know what I'm saying, was mirroring. You know, they ain't even trying to lay the ball up anymore. It's all about the threes, and from all that's why Trey Young, Trey Young was imitating uh, Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? So. To me, you know, that's impact. I'm impacting people all around the world. And it's not to say that ain't nobody else doing it. It was just one person in particular. And I was like, you know what, right here and right now, how can I have that much impact? And I've missed all of the seasons people are still imitating me. Mm. I mean, to me, that's that's impact. Yeah, I mean, Well, I... that's what we'll see by, but that's what I'm saying, though. By JT, that's also past, you know, if, if you get what I'm saying. Like, Steph ain't doing nothing right now, which is your um, downfall of Serena and Tiger. So, but all they have done, it was no black people playing golf before Tiger Woods. Not, dang sure not watching it on TV. So, even still, though Tiger ain't won a tournament in, his, in years, his legacy is still living on. Same way with Serena. You know, we didn't play tennis and or watch tennis. But we're still going to tune in if Serena's on that screen right now. And, and again, I guess, I guess it goes back to... I, I, I'm going to cut you off, Donnie, but I, I, I think what it goes back to with, with JT is Steph Curry might not be doing it now, but he has a, he's he's injured. He's that's kind of like you gotta you gotta well, kind of Serena's still playing, no, not, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like um, Steph, we were talking about all time. If we talking all time, it's a different conversation. But I ain't put all time in there. I'm talking about impact right now, mm. and, and in my opinion. That that's the top five that kind of makes sense to me, and you know, uh, again, you know, you really Tiger and Serena, they in a different category. 
you know what I'm saying? If yeah. you're talking about all time, then it's a totally different conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, even still, like, right now, I don't feel like Steph has, like, if we're using just the moment, well, Steph's play from the last six or seven years changed the way basketball has been played. But Steph mm-hmm. on the bench right now ain't changed nothing. So, you know, that's what hey, I'm trying me... to get at. Like, the current moment, Steph has no impact on the game. What he did previously has an impact on the way the game is still played right now. But just him being out, he has a little bigger impact on the game than Kevin Durant. Let me, let me ask you, know you this. Let me ask you this. If Okay, if Steph came back tomorrow, do you think the buzz will be bigger about him coming back or Tiger Woods winning the Masters? Mm. And that's my I think those are two different narratives. I think, you know, the point that I was trying to make about Steph, Steph is hurt, and Steph changes the game just stepping on the court, in my opinion. So that's impact within Steph. And although he hasn't played in several months, he still has an impact even sitting on the bench. It ain't about stats. It's about your impact on players that's playing the game. You know, in my opinion, with that. He, he's still making I'm that same impact on the bench and hurt. I agree. I think Steph has definitely – he has changed the way people have played basketball. That I agree. He has changed everything from the deep shooting, the three-point hell. Even the little kids think everybody wants to be Steph. Nobody practice layups anymore. I get that. So, But I'm still just trying to figure out the impact that we're talking about because if Steph came back today, no one – I mean, they, they talk about it. But if Tiger Woods is winning the Masters, at like every it, the time stops, and people I gonna go that's, out that's and buy golf clubs again tomorrow. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. like me and right. people who, who are, you know, that that's that's you know, like I don't feel like Steph sitting on the bench has an impact on the game right now. What he did previous, it did. But him sitting down on the pine right now, you know, like I said, it's not that big of a deal. You know, like I don't, I don't think he's the most influential athlete you know people ain't he's he not, he's not newsworthy every single day you know like mm. Le- lebron is on the pine they're going to be talking about what kind of sandwich lebron had for lunch <laughs> earlier today so we did, like steph curry doesn't make that type of impact on people or the game you know you know what i'm saying no knock on steph but what he done four or five years ago in his style of play him and the splash brothers whole revolution completely changed basketball but him sitting on the pine, he has no, you know, Tiger Woods. I mean, not Tiger Woods. Steph don't have no effect on the game right now. I don't. Well, I don't think so. That's the thing about top ten lists or top five lists, man. When you got that, you know, when you're all talking about those, they all, yeah, they, always it's always something that can be added in them. JT, we got uh, about six yep. minutes left, man. You want to get into the over and under real quick? Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Ready, man. All right, man. I watched the fight last night between Fury and Wilder, and my take from it is this. Fury beat Wilder because, one, I think Wilder was overconfident, and, two, the strategy that Fury um, incorporated by putting on extra pounds and also being able to take advantage of putting him on the canvas and using that strength and ultimately getting the best with him with a shot that had him bleeding out of the ear. You know what I'm saying? I think that overtook him. And he said that he was going to win the belt, and he went out and executed it. Now, over under, does Fury have an opportunity to make an impact 
on the heavyweight division, and did he take it away from any American being able to have impact on that? Because the Wilder had won the fight, the, the, the word was he was going to be on that level that Tyson was. But because he lost the fight, now there's some question marks. So over and under, is it a fair to make that assumption based off what happened last night? Let me let me start. Let me start by saying I don't trust boxing anyway. I don't, I just don't trust it. I don't know if you know he might have got paid more to 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 flop so they could do another one. So they could do a, a Tyson Fury three. Ty, you know, you know what I mean? A Tyson oh, Fury Wilder three. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. You know, he might not have came with his best. He probably just didn't come with his best because they might have paid him more to not you know win the fight. I don't know. His best is to swing big and knock you out. He's never been very technical. And that's and, a problem, um, too. Yeah, with, that's a problem as as well. Yeah. yeah, and so he ran into somebody who's just as big, could take a punch or two from him, and is actually a, a better skilled fighter who ended up who landed some pretty good shots on him. I mean, changed his strategy, got more aggressive, and, and bought the fight to him. And, and peace that noggin, you know. <laughs> yeah, really, Wilder. I think Wilder should have won the first fight anyway. You knock a man down twice. I think you should win the fight. But anyway, yeah, that second knockdown. He hit that man so hard that first fight that I thought it was over. But he hit him on the top <laughs> of the head and not square in the in the, in the chin or yeah. in the jaw or nose or something like that. If that was the top of the head shot, that's the only reason why it saved him. But. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited about seeing the, the third matchup. I want to see part three. I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but I, I'm definitely, I think that may have been the best out. No matter who won, I feel like a rematch with that same man is, is definitely should be your next fight. And then after that, whoever comes out from that should work on, you know, whoever the, uh, can, conquering the heavyweight division and moving forward and trying to therefore build a legacy for themselves. But capitalize on this opportunity, win, lose, or draw, you know, even with the loss on this one for Wilder, you come back and beat this man, you know, you, you, the rest of your career can definitely continue on. And even with that blemish, you know, you can go down in the history books. But um, we got, we shall see. But um, yeah, yeah, I think I think both men are in a great for space right now. And, and the third matchup is going to determine a lot for which way either one of their careers goes. Big Les? All right, man, I'm, I'm going to throw this at you. First of all, Wilder is not a good boxer. He's an average boxer. No. He, he sits and waits to throw the right hand, and that's all he has. But I'm going to tell you, this is just my I'm a big fight fan, and here's my, here's my outlook on the fight. Um, Fury was 271 pounds. Mm -hmm. um, Wilder came in at 231, and he also came in heavier than he did the last fight. So what happens is, what happens is when, when they locked up, Fury kept pressing the fight, but every time he could throw, he was weighing on him and throwing him around like a rag doll. And that was mm -hmm. wearing Wilder out. Wilder has no boxing skills. So when he, so when Wilder got in the ring, his strategy should have changed when the guy was pressing up on him. He should have backed up, boxed, mm -hmm. jab, moved, stuck, and, and prolonged the fight to be longer because if you sit there and toss with that man, Ali always used to say, I'm, if I'm bigger than the man I'm fighting, he has no chance except for George Foreman. But, mm. um, you, you know, so when you, when you look at that part of the fight, 
and you look at he never threw the jab to keep him off of him. He never stuck one, two, and got out the way and came back, you know, got distance. You know, after the fifth round, Wilder never really looked the same. And I don't know well, if he, he was bewildered because fifth round. I mean, he couldn't stand up. I mean, it was obvious that right. he was he was right. after that fifth round, man. He was done. And, then, and some believe that it may have been uh, he he may have busted his eardrum, but I've looked that up. They said that didn't happen. But sometimes mm-hmm. when a man is 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 beaten and never been in a place that he's never been before, he's bewildered, mm-hmm. as Ali would say. Yeah. And so yeah. that could have happened as well. But he didn't he didn't. He didn't fight. He didn't change his strategy to fight that man. And if he's going to fight him again, he's going to have to get up on his toes. He's going to have to stick and move. And he's going to have to make it a 12-round boxing match than a two- or three-round brawl. I think he's that'll be set up his right hand. I think he, cause he's yeah. all, that's, that's been lacking his entire career. But he's always yes, been bigger and stronger than everybody. So he's been able to get away with it. But um, yes, he's gonna have to, I think this is going to force him in his corner to go back and, 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 and come up with a strategy and actually put in some effort into the, the craft of boxing. So I'm very yes, interested sir. to see what this third fight right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's what's up, man. That's all the time we got. And, uh, we'll see what, what happens with the uh, Wilder and Fury 3. Uh, I, I believe it's gonna be a four after that because then it's gonna be a tie. Then it's gonna be one to one. It's gonna be then they're gonna have to they're gonna have to play they're gonna have to fight four of them. So uh, we'll see we'll see what happens. But what again, you think this is Rocky, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rocky and Apollo ten. You know, ain't yeah, it's going down. Uh, Fury and Wilder ten. Uh, they'll be old and 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 <laughs> got crutches and stuff <laughs> fighting each other. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, thanks to everybody listening live from BigWoodRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Wood Radio app and join us and, and uh, everything and enjoy the conversation. Uh, thanks, guys. Anybody got any shout-outs to anybody before they go, Donnie? Nah, not today. Shout-out to y'all, man. Nope. Looking forward to the show next week. Big Les? Nah, man, just shout-out to all those listening, man. Just keep doing y'all thing. Keep pressing forward, man. That's what's up. JB, I mean, JT, you promoting? What are we promoting? JT said, I ain't promoting nothing. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm good, man. I had to take this leap right quick. Um, uh, miss AM, man. Bruce Leon is Tuesday. 7 p.m., man. Don't miss it. Um, you know what I'm saying? Floetic Poetry Show. We got Lyric G coming back next week in Blitz. That's going to be cool. And then come back next Sunday, man, and rock out with the fellas again. On the off-topic of sports, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Dope show. All right. Yep. Definitely dope show. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, Big Les, uh, Donnie, JT, and uh, Lil Bucky came through for a minute. And uh, JB, Mr. 299. Uh, so that's it. On behalf of my man, James JT Thompson, Adonis Donnie Martin, JB, Mr. 299, Nima Shining Star L, the poetic goddess Nayana Renee, Big Les. Lil Bucky, KC the Poet, Kendra D, All About Us Radio, That's the Jam Fight, I'm Big Woo, it's Big Woo Radio, peace, God bless, we out. I listened to your bars, I'm disappointed in y'all, thought y'all was working, can't believe what I walked in on, when I came through that door, folks said it and I didn't
94 told my brother, everybody know that man got flow. He'll force to be reckoned with. The beast is dated, but the razor sharp flow. Believe it, decapitated. You debated if you had a different You're listening to Bing Wing. Killing it, gotta be kidding me. Believing the sin. But even when I put the proof in the 